Microphone check. One, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. The rap music plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. This is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. Are you a rap music fan? And not just any fan, but a true rap music fan that wants to move past the surface level discussion and get into the nitty gritty of what makes rap music so great? Are you someone who loves the feeling of discovering new music, but find it hard to navigate through the thousands and thousands of new albums that get released every single day? If any of this applies to you, this show is exactly what you need in your life. My absolute passion is music. So I gladly do the dirty work of virtual crate digging, searching for the next great album so that you don't have to. I am into all kinds of music, bringing you fresh album and song reviews and inspired commentary on all that the mainstream and underground rap scene have to offer. If you're an artist who wants to get their album or song reviewed on the show, feel free to hit me up at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or shoot me a DM via Instagram or Twitter at R-O-H-V-I-E-W, where we can discuss a potential review on the show, potential collaboration ideas like coming on as a guest, or even if you just want private feedback, I can do that as well. I would love to be a part of helping you grow as an artist. I live for this. Nothing makes me feel better than expressing my thoughts and feelings about music. So that's enough compulsory podcast introduction. Let's get to the show. What is up, family? My name is Rohan Patra. I am the host of the Rap Music Plug podcast, and I am at your service. So who am I first and foremost? I am a 25-year-old man living in the nation's capital of Canada in Ottawa, Ontario. Why should you listen to me? That's a natural next question. Well. Although I have a complex set of interests like most of us do in life, one of these interests for me is more than just a regular interest. It's a passion, a grounding force that keeps me going, that can always energize me no matter what state of mind I'm in. And that is music, but in particular, rap music. Ever since I got my first iPod Nano in 2006, as an 11-year-old boy, I've been hooked. I have over 40,000 songs in my iTunes library. Yeah, I still not only collect physical vinyl and CDs, but I actually have digital copies that are mine and not belonging to Steve Jobs' corpse or Spotify. They're mine. And I value each and every track because music has brought me so much joy and has got me through some of the worst moments of my life. You could even say I'm overly dependent on music, but you're not my therapist, so I don't want to talk about this now. What I do want to talk about and what I love talking about is rap music. I love debating it. I love analyzing songs and albums, figuring out what an artist's intentions were with a given project, what worked, what didn't. I love doing that. 
and I also love searching for the music to listen to. I don't depend on any Spotify playlists or the radio if people even listen to the radio anymore. I do the dirty work and do the virtual crate digging so that anyone around me knows what to press play on next and has an idea of what makes an album so special and what doesn't. And up until August 2020, that anyone I speak of was just my friends and anybody that I would speak to in passing. But now, with the Rap Music Plug podcast, you, the listener, can be part of this never-ending but amazing discussion about the best genre in all of music. Therefore, on this podcast, you will be getting album reviews, song reviews, on the latest and greatest from both the underground, but also from the mainstream. I don't discriminate when it comes to types of rap music I'm into, the most experimental things you can think of, as well as I'm into Kanye West, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, the most mainstream rappers you can think of as well. I love all rap music, that's straight facts, no doubt about it. I don't discriminate. Additionally, from time to time, I will have some interviews with people from the industry, whether it be artists themselves or potentially people that work in the business side of the music industry. So to sum up the answer to why you should listen to this podcast, you should listen if you're interested in real, authentic insight and not just surface-level discussion, but real analysis on what makes rap music so special coming from someone who will put their absolute heart and soul into the quality of this show. So today is January 5th, 2021. So you may be wondering, how are you hearing from me on January 5th, 2021, even though there's 25 episodes that I've already released prior to this date of January 5th? Well, that's because this show used to be called QLC TV, a show that was intended to cover music, politics, personal development as well, along with some sports sprinkled in too. So right off the bat, that's quite a bit to cover on one podcast by one person. And that's why I recently pivoted over the past two months or so to being strictly about music and specifically strictly about rap music. So I'm re-recording this first episode because I didn't want to mislead all of these new listeners that I've been lucky enough to attract over these past few months once I've made this pivot to only rap music. As many of you check out the first episode of a podcast to kind of get an idea of what you can expect from this show. So I didn't want your expectations to be wrong. The reason I took this podcast in this new direction was for the following reasons. One, from an audience point of view, you guys don't know who the hell I am. So why would you, as the audience, care about one stranger's opinion on such a wide variety of different topics? It would be different if I had some legitimate credential in any of these fields, or it would be different if I was already a celebrity that you guys cared about and wanted to hear my opinions on a variety of different subjects. But Unfortunately, my big break has not come yet, so that is not the case either. And furthermore, as a listener, you may be only interested in one of these topics, whether it be music, politics, 
self-development sports. So for all the episodes that wouldn't be covering those topics that you're interested in, you may just tune out. And that's completely understandable. Therefore, I wanted to stick to one thing that I'm vehemently passionate about, and that is rap music. So that's why this show is called the Rap Music Plug Podcast, as you know it today. And I hope you enjoy my thoughts and opinions on rap music because I love to talk about it. Finally, if you're still listening to this basically disclaimer episode at this point, please note that episodes one to four were recorded with an iPhone and a Beats mic. So that, as you'd imagine, doesn't sound great. When I started recording this podcast, I really took a Gary Vee approach to making it. And as much as I love to clown Gary Vee, he makes some good points from time to time. And one of his main points is that don't try to be perfect, just start creating and iterate as you go. So I took that approach and I created the podcast and recorded it on my iPhone and then edited it using my laptop and a Beats mic to do post-production edits. So you can imagine that the quality is quite suspect in that kind of setup. But please note that episodes five and onward use a proper real mic and my editing and the overall presentation of this podcast in terms of my communication skills when I'm speaking on the mic, along with some fine tuning when it comes to the mixing, all have continued to steadily improve from that point onward. So from that point onward, expect to hear a quality podcast with quality opinions and takes on rap music. So thank you all for listening. And now I'm going to transition to the first topic of the show that I did record back then. So again, keep the disclaimers in mind. You may even hear the old title of QLC TV during this topic. So just bear that in mind. I really hope you enjoy it. We're talking about Mike's weight of the world project and his overall influence on the currently thriving abstract left field movement in hip-hop so enjoy as we do a quick rewind back to august 2020 when i recorded this episode take care guys mike is a rapper from the bronx i believe he's honestly like 21 years old which is crazy because his, his, his style is already so so refined it's already so developed and he already has such a unique identity which is 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 just it's incredible um but before i get any further i just want to talk about how i speak about music so again it's i'm not really interested and if i am i will preface the conversation accordingly but i'm not interested in talking to you about hey this album was objectively the best or objectively bad this is all my subjective opinion this is all my personal evaluation and feelings towards a piece of music based on my personal tastes and my personal enjoyment and i will explain why and all of that uh as to why i like something or don't like something um you know i get the appeal and the value in discussing from that more objective pov understanding the influence or the the impact a, a given piece of music had on culture and i definitely like those those conversations too but I also see a lot of value in just telling you how I feel about music from my subjective biased point of view and I think that's that's fun. I really enjoy that. 
so going back to this album this this was my first time really getting into mike's music and really starting to love it and i just love that feeling of when you finally listen to either an artist or an album and then it just clicks you're like damn i actually really like this this isn't just something that's okay that i've i've uh just i can listen to in the background or i'll go to once maybe twice and then and then just never go back to like this one really clicked with me and i, and I love that and it's really interesting and really cool to see this guy's influence play out in the industry uh right now in rap there's such a thriving movement of lo-fi hip-hop of this abstract experimental glitchy soul uh infused hip-hop uh famously earl released his 2018 record some rap songs that got a ton of acclaim quickly i'll mention for those that don't know Earl is it's Earl Sweatshirt he's a former member of Odd Future that Tyler Creator uh, led back in the early 2010s and since then he's uh, since about 2013 he started to really make a name for himself as a solo artist has become one of the most like popular artists in rap especially in the underground scene and that being said this appreciation for this uh, grimy, dusty, lo-fi hip-hop sound uh, did not just start with Earl. It started much earlier with New York rapper Rock Marciano. Rock Marciano, which I really start to kind of have that similar, damn, this is amazing kind of music in 2017 when he released Rosebud's uh, Revenge and then Rosebud's 2 and his prolific 2018 year that had rosebud's revenge to the bitter dose which is a fucking classic behold a dark horse which is another great album uh and then 2019's marcia lago like he's been on fire with that lo-fi um sometimes drumless but overall it's just not adhering to the same formula of okay this rap music this this music has to have a groove it has to have prominent drums it needs to have bass like it does not need to have any of that and artists like rock marciano have really been paving the way for that sound along with the whole griselda movement with west side gun conway the machine benny the butcher that are just become crazy popular these days but they really brought that sound and pioneered that sound as well but going back to mike What's really interesting about him is that he started in about 2015, and he was already on this sound. I'm not saying he was the first, but it's interesting to see his brand of the sound, which is definitely different from the Rock, Marciano, and the Griseldas that are still more in that gangster rap, street rap vein. His is more on that uh, left field, kind of nerdy references, uh, very personal introspective which is something that you'll catch immediately from mike's music is that that's that subject matter mixed with that sound glitchy soul infused sample based music that's very experimental it may have been originally influenced from earl and he just took it to another level but then and then, and then people will also point out rightfully so that his rapping style is super influenced by earl which i also see but it's crazy how that wave went where it looks like Earl in about that 2015 time period when I don't like shit, I don't go outside, which is an album that's aged amazingly, that I've really grown to love, where he kind of really started to dig into that that monotone, depressed, like drugged out kind of flow, 
uh, over beats that were really dusty and grimy and lo-fi to a solace, uh, I guess you could call it EP or, or piece of work, that 10 minute long song that was really amazing. To then Mike taking that a step further, where in 2015 when Mike first began his career, he took that lo-fi grimy sound of hip-hop and took it to another level with much more glitchy beats, a lot more disorienting, warped soul samples weaved in through the production with a prominent, uh, monotonous type flow and voice along with very introspective subject matter. And then Earl in 2018, like I mentioned, some rap songs took that sound, that beat production style and made it his own as well. But it's, it's crazy. He probably, he definitely influenced Mike, but Mike definitely went ahead and influenced Earl back with that project. And since then, they've, they've, uh, they've become friends. They've collaborated for the first time officially on this Mike project, Weight of the World. And it's just a really beautiful thing to see. It's really, I feel like rap music is in such a great place where it seems like these subcultures, these these movements of music are are being really are, are been really fruitful. Have been really have led to some really great collaborations where you can have artists that are like Mike, who can lead to artists like Earl, who can get you into artists like Quelle Chris and Billy Woods and uh, Elucid from that Arm and Hammer group, and, and all this. I will, if you're not familiar with any of these, like you will be familiar if you continue listening to this podcast because they released an amazing project recently as well called Shrines uh, in their as their Arm & Hammer collective. But it's just amazing to see the connections that could lead you to Milo, formerly known as Milo, now Rap Ferreira, who's one of my favorite artists out right now. Uh, the abstract, experimental, lo-fi scene has been just going nuts and it's amazing. It's amazing. And then you have the street rap scene with like Rock Marciano, like I mentioned, Griselda, now other artists like 38 Special, like Ito, so many great artists and they're all collabing. That's the thing. It's not like, I don't really think rap has been in this, such a collaborative space and collaborative atmosphere in quite a while or ever. I don't want to speak again. I'm not, I don't know the facts on that fully, but from what I, my understanding is, I guess due to the dawn of the internet, the ability to share music, collaborate, connect with other uh, artists is, is, is made it more easy, but it's, it's just amazing. It's just so nice to see. Uh, you have all these artists, and then these artists that I just mentioned, they've all collabed with each other too. It's leading to some really creative movements in rap that I'm really, really excited to see. Makomi, that whole movement, that whole movement of not only the sound, but the way you market yourself, the way you that whole movement of, 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 of like selling your albums and for like super expensive, like a thousand dollars or that Nipsey Hussle was, was, uh, got fame for as well. It, you can just see, start to see the, the connections between all these movements and how they've really started to come to fruition over the last like two to three years with just great project after great project after great project. I find the last three years of hip hop have been stellar and stellar only because of the underground. The mainstream has been I'm trying to remember last year, uh, 
yeah, I feel like last year the mainstream was pretty damn weak. Uh, and then the year before that, there was those Kanye produced albums. There was a Pusha T project, which was a classic. There was a few big ones, Lupe Fiasco too, but it's just been the underground, the left field experimental side or that lo-fi grimy street rap side that has just been carrying the the genre in an amazing way and moving to and just to 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 wrap up the conversation on this project because i've been going on tangents about kind of his influence it's about 35 minutes it's got a really cohesive feel and seamless uh uh flow to the project that i really enjoy it I don't even remember half the titles of the songs other than a few standout ones that I remember checking because it just flows so effortlessly. Songs change beats in a, in a matter of seconds and you don't even realize like, where the fuck did that come from? But it flows so nicely. So such a cohesive listen. The soul, the sound is coming, drawing from a lot of like weird R&B songs that are freaked out over some skittering, unorthodox drum patterns. And then his his flow is so monotone but it's also has this expression this hurt or this anger uh in it that's just really captivates me uh, that took takes a while to be honest though to get into comes off kind of lazy at first and then the, the lyricism is, is again something that just sneaks up on you and you're like wow what a way to encapsulate what a way to encapsulate that that feeling of uh, of being depressed being lonely of being again he touches on he's he's a he's a black man from uh from the bronx so being a black man in 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 america or being a black man in general in this world and all the challenges and and stresses that that brings on to someone it's overall an amazing record there's some great standouts although it's not a project that's meant to listen to specific songs it just doesn't really doesn't really hit the same way like that but weight of the word which up until literally yesterday I thought was the title track, but it's literally called Weight of the Word, even though the project's called Weight of the World. Don't know why, but got a great beat switch in that second beat. Just such a fuego sample, and he just kills it. He can actually really rock a flow, too. He doesn't always do that Earl kind of style of kind of talking over a beat. He just can go anywhere at any time with his flow. What's Home has an amazing beat switch, too. Both beats are amazing. And again, the, the, the lyricism just really captures being being lonely and just kind of his life observations on, on things in a way that's not too dark. It kind of comes off kind of a matter of fact sometimes. And there's some humor in it too, which is nice. It's all produced mainly by Mike and in his uh, pseudo pseudonym as DJ Black Power. There's also some production from a left field producers, like Kia Earl, I think has a beat. Uh, and this other guy, I don't know the name of, that produced What's Home. That's amazing. Yeah, overall, I give this an, my Roview certification, my Roview rating of 8.1 on 10. Uh, I certainly recommend this to the fans who are fans of that lo-fi scene, the post-Doris Earl Sweatshirt uh, fans definitely recommend So this concludes today's episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC-TV. I hope this helped you understand what music to check out or stay away from. And now that I've spoken, it's your turn to make your voice heard. So let's keep in touch. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Roeview, 
R-O-H-V-I-E-W, to connect with me on a personal level, where you'll be able to interact with my thoughts and perspectives on music, surely, but also on politics and sports as well. If you're an artist who wants to get their new song or album reviewed on the show, hit me up via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or just send me a DM on Twitter or Instagram. I would love to give you public feedback through a review or private feedback if that's what you'd prefer. I would love to be a part of helping you grow as an artist. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, follow the Rap Music Plug podcast on Facebook. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon. Peace.